Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain and dad. Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio is the one, the only, JJ Purdom. <laughs> okay, is it okay for me to talk now? Because... Yeah, it's okay for you to talk. Oh, dude. So loud. Uh, okay. You're good to go. So, uh, just before we uh, decided to hit the button, he told me to shut up and not talk. And that kind of hurt a little bit. And I want you to know that I am obese, so I have a lot of fat like around my midsection and or my regular organal organ thingies. And that's kind of hard for, for me to, you know, like my penis area where it's like, it's, it hurts for you to breathe in when you have a giant, um, okay. Well, hi, what's, what's happening? I had a lack of oxygen. Okay. I had a lack of oxygen for a little while. I couldn't, it's hard for me to think. <laughs> I, held, I held my breath for like four minutes right now. That's okay. like a record. Okay. Okay. Uh, also joining us tonight is a very, very special guest. Um, we have a, uh, friend and, uh, a supporter, Patreon supporter from across the pond, the one as, as I, I usually just say one and only JD Pernum, but I don't know. I think it's okay because he's in a different country. Yes, he's like, yes. he is, uh, he's, uh, the United Kingdom's one and only Daniel James. Welcome yes. Daniel. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. How are you, man? Oh, yeah, man. pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, so it's, uh. 8.03 here. What time does it make it there in Wales? Uh, it is 4.03 over here. Four in the morning. Awesome. Awesome. That's dedication right there. That's what we want out of our Patreon subscribers. Dedication <laughs> like that. We, we basically, basically, four in the morning. We basically said like, hey, how about you pay us every month and then you get up in the middle of the night and come do our show. That would be great. <laughs> and, he, and Dan jumped all over it. He was cool. He was cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us at such a crazy hour. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, no it's fun, 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 fun Absolute to have you on. Had... to be here. I'm very excited. As soon as JJ asked me, I was like, yes, <laughs> run home to Jim. I was like, guess what? Guess what? I'm going on the podcast. He's like, ah. <laughs> and, but he's not telling you is the other part of that conversation when he went home to tell his beautiful fiance, Gemma, that he was going to be on the podcast. He, he ran home because I remember I was part of the conversation because I was, I was in his ear in a Bluetooth. And so he said to her, like, I do, guess what? I'm going to be able to go be all of my friends from America's podcast, the Super Gamer Boys. And she was like, oh, really done. Great, great. Shut up and do the dishes. You know, I mean, that's the conversation I heard. Oh, I didn't realize you were listening. Yeah, I the no, whole thing. <clears throat> 
I might have filled in the gaps here. So actually, I was so excited that Dan is here, Garrett, and the rest of the listeners and, and viewers. I'm so excited because Dan is the first person in the world. I really, honest to God, thought I was the only one. I thought that it was just me out here. And it was so neat to be able to go out into the wilds and find another one in me with a cool accent. So I, t- I, ran, I ran back to Garrett and like, like a little boy, like legitimately bouncing from foot to foot, told him, yes. I met another one. It's another me. Amazing. <laughs> I know. And, and, yeah, I kind of got told... the uh, – I'm a bit of an inner JJ. I need to bring out the inner JJ, I think. You know, I, I'm a bit quieter no. than you, but uh, – let, no. let it out. Get it out. Please. Come and play. Oh, God, no. Um, man, yeah, it's it's very good to have you, though. So – um, this is usually we have kind of just a different uh, introductory question to kind of get to know a new host on our show. And uh, I guess, uh, I mean, since you're apparently our biggest fan, I'm kind of curious, <laughs> how did you find our show and, and why do you why do you like our show so much? Not to like, and this is a toot my own horn, I'm genuinely curious how you found us because that seems bizarre that someone on the other side of the world listens to us and then... Yeah, like, why in the world do you listen Dan, to that craziness? Dan, I'll take what he said, and I'll, I'll make it easier for you to understand. We are dumb. There's better shows. Why listen to us? That's basically what he was trying <laughs> to come up with. Yeah, go. yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not true. You're absolutely fabulous. Uh, okay, I'll tell you the story. I'll cast, I'll cast your minds back, was it two years ago? How long have I been listening? Two, one, one or two years? I mean, we've basically, been around for a little for over two, so, yeah. Might have been a might have been about a year because then I started getting back into gaming. I thought I need a gaming podcast, and at the time there was this new app that came out for podcasts where you get points for listening to podcasts. You're you're a conversion uh, from Podcoin. What are, you're one of our thousands of listeners that we had. We Podcoin. had thousands of listeners on there, and then when Podcoin <laughs> went under, we lost them all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cool. I guess oh, we're no. not that popular. We thought we were so popular, and then it's like, oh, now we get like it's a handful of views every every episode. Like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, uh, you were on the top, like the the top browse oh, bar, yeah. like suggested they, for you. you they like, they uh, had reached <laughs> yeah. They had reached out to us and like basically like paid for our sponsorships to be on their homepage and stuff. It was crazy. Like we were like kind of like poster boys for that app for a little bit, and then it just went under because yeah, they couldn't up. they could they couldn't sustain like basically uh, paying everyone free stuff for nothing. <laughs> we we did the podcast. We did the podcast for maybe seven eight months, and the first yeah. few months were really not good. And some would say the next year and a half really not good either. But the first few months were really bad. And when we got into bed with Podcoin, all of a sudden we were getting thousands and thousands of downloads. And we thought like, oh my gosh, we're going to be famous. Like, watch out, uh, you know, my brother, my brother and me. You know, like, oh, dude. And, and then all of a sudden it, it came crashing down in the fiery ball. So, what we realized yeah, people yeah. were just farming farming points from our podcast. They didn't actually care about the show, but other than oh. you. So thank you so much yeah, for staying I, with I us. was listening. I was listening. And I got I, and thank you. I got a ten dollar Amazon voucher that I can't use in this country. So <laughs> send it to me. <laughs> I could actually. I think I still got it somewhere. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because when they were going down, they said I thought, right, I gotta cash in my points quick. And then I got oh, a ten dollar yeah. Amazon voucher. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't use it. 
Well, if we got anything from Podcoin, getting you as a as a listener and as a friend, dude, like it, it. then we got something good. Yeah, it was worth it worth for sure. It. Yeah, yeah. And that back then, I, I didn't know what you looked like either. So I always imagined you, JD, looking quite a bit of a stoner, like hillbilly, to get a long hair, big. Beard. I used to. <clears throat> yeah. I used to. Yeah. No, I am a stoner, but I used to. Uh, I used to have long hair, uh, and then it fell out. I don't ask. As I wish, but uh, yeah, that's what you pictured was hillbilly. Yeah, no, you're right on. You're pretty. You're pretty accurate. <laughs> I, think, I think that's how I imagine all the podcasts I listen to. To be honest, they've they all got long hair and hillbilly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry to disappoint. Sorry to disappoint. Uh, oh, fair enough. I said that to someone else, and that's exactly what they said to me. It's like I, I imagine you with long hair. Like, <laughs> I think it was like a, uh, a prog podcast. I commented on the YouTube and they said. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've had to say that after sex so many times. And I've also had to say, like, don't worry. Like, you'll be able to look yourself in the mirror again in a couple of weeks. So um, I've had to say that, like, so many times. But oh, that's that besides note, the point. We're here talking uh, yeah. about video games. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about the new Lucasfilm games, the end of PS4 here. And uh, updates on Resident Evil Village. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our super gamer produ- p- producer, 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 Adrian, the homeboy Holmes. Thank you so much, Adrian, for uh, producing our show each and every week. Um, and uh, again, I know a couple weeks ago he joined us with the Super Indie Boys. He is coming back with that once again this week by popular demand. Everyone raved about it. So he'll be back with some more games that uh, you'll all have to spend more money on because you can't also, resist the Also, real quick, just, just want to implement. No, you can't resist anything Adrian says because the guy is amazing and he's got such a sultry voice and he's so much better looking than us. I kind of am starting to be a little bit jealous of Adrian. And, I, and I'll tell you what, I'm also super jealous because he guested on our show in a, in, a, in a little thing, and he looks so much better, and everything was so much better produced in <laughs> his section. Him, I'm like, that's so come uh, on. I told him, I was like, you brought the production value of our show up like 10 times just with that little like two-minute segment. It was fantastic. I was like, do it every week because you, you, that part looks way better. You could have your own show, and I'm just glad that you you're cool with just throwing it on our show. <laughs> right yeah he actually oh, put the I, put the trailer in there he had music i'm like oh man he's yeah. he's way better at this than me um but thank you so much adrian uh also shout out to uh our super gamer sponsors we have bill bird julie bates brent fox and of course joining us here tonight daniel james thank you so daniel much all righty and if you want to get on that list um or just get other stuff for free or uh, not for free <laughs> get stuff early and ad free i meant to say uh patreon.com slash super <laughs> it's not free otherwise they would like i wouldn't promote it i mean i didn't mean it that way i'm not just greedy you know uh patreon.com slash super you can support us over there just a buck a month and you get episodes early and ad free um and there's more perks from there we'll talk about a lot more of that later in the show um but one thing i do want to mention super gamer book club that's a bonus <clears throat> Patreon show. You only get through Patreon. Last month they did Halo 4. This coming month they're doing Far Cry 3. So um, if you want to get in on any of those, plus we have prior episodes like The Last of Us, Bioshock, a bunch of different games we've talked about. Uh, support us, you'll get those. But uh, like I said, we'll talk more about that later in the show. Um, oh, 
one last shout out. This episode is going to be coming out on Wednesday to the general public, but uh, we're doing a community game night Wednesday night, January 20th, 8 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. We're going to be playing Among Us with you, the listeners and viewers on YouTube and uh, podcast apps. So if you want to join us, uh, the best way is to join our Discord. So it's uh, supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Uh, Join over there and then you can um, get in touch with me and let me know or just the night of. Um, We already got a crew kind of started. A lot of people reached out because I posted in the Discord earlier today and we have about seven people, I think, eight people. Um, But if we're needing one more, two more, something like that, just be chilling in the stream and the chat. And then when we call out, you know, let us know and we'll, we'll let you join in. So that's Wednesday night. We're going to be playing some Among Us with, with you guys. At least I will. I don't know if JJ will show up, but I'm sure he'll show no, up just I, to harass me. Just I, to harass I will me. show up at some point and talk a little trash and then bounce. That's what I'll do for sure. Guaranteed. Yeah. Drop the bomb and leave. Yeah. That's, yeah. I do that all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and uh, boy, let me tell you. That's it for housekeeping. So now let's get into <coughs> mailbag. Mailbag time. Not going to do Anybody anything. Gonna do it? Usually, usually. Oh, something. I thought you would like normally implement oh. uh, Zetch's boring voice where he says, meow, meow. you know, yeah, like good. he sounds like yeah, Squidward. I do. I, yeah. I do. I do. I do. I just want to test you. I was testing you. Oh, uh, well, I, you I was trying to like allow you Zetch, passed. you know, because so. he's not here. Just, you know, a portion of the show. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. Um, so this, <laughs> yeah. this question comes from Sir Prince a lot in the discord and he asks, been playing a lot of zombies in cold war lately. It's so addictive and feels like a guilty pleasure. Cod zombies has been around forever too. Do you guys have any fun memories from it in the past or present? So let's start with you, JJ, only because I think I already know your answer. Have you okay. played any Call of Duty zombies? <laughs> okay. So now I'm just so like predictable that you were able to just know what I'm going to say. Well, I think I'm going to shock you. I'm going to okay. super shock you because as a matter of fact, Garrett, no, I've never played any call of duty zombies. Okay. Um, I'm not a bro gamer. No, you didn't know that you thought I was going to say yes. Cause I love zombies, but I've never actually played call of duty. I'm not good at the shooting stuff and, you know, like playing well. And, you know, I also don't like losing. So, yeah. <laughs> what about you, uh, Dan? Have you played anything? Because it originally came out uh, with Call of Duty World at War back in the day, Nazi Zombies, it was originally called. Um, have you yeah. played any iteration of the Call of Duty Zombies? Well, I'm going to shock and amaze you as well now. No, I've never played it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. Am I the only one here? I love it. I love oh. it. I was going to say because. I almost said because he's a true American, but he's not even an American. I just he's a true gamer. He's not a pro gamer. Okay. Well, Zombies the is actually card I really was, good. Uh, Modern, Modern Warfare 2 was the last COD multiplayer I, I played. So, and that was, what, 26? No. When was a that? long time ago. I don't know. I a usually Google ago, these things, but we're live far, now. Far so. away. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, well, I'll answer the question then, since you two yahoots don't know anything about video games, apparently. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> that, that's a really bad cut low in the States, by the way. It's been nice talking yahoots. to you guys. Oh, <laughs> see, you offended me. So sorry, Dan. It's yahoos, actually, not yahoots. I think Garrett misspoke. I didn't want to correct you with the English thing. But... You don't know. You're not, you're not from New York. You don't know what we say. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> Good point. 
<laughs> uh, so yes, I have so many fond memories of this game, um, specifically Nazi zombies from World at War. Uh, and I mean, the very first thing that pops in my head is the first time I was sitting next to my dad. Uh, he, he was playing Call of Duty World at War. And the crazy thing about Nazi zombies was no one knew it was in the game. It wasn't advertised on the back of the box. They never promoted it. It was a hidden mode in the game. So, and it didn't unlock until after you beat the campaign. So I'm chilling with my dad on the couch while he's playing this game. I, I was like right behind him in the story, but, um, it was his night to play the PlayStation or the Xbox. I think we had a 360 at that point. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to finish it up. And I was like, well, I don't want to like not watch you play. So I guess I'll just spoil it for myself and watch you. Well, the credits rolled and it like doesn't let you skip it for the longest time. And then finally lets you skip it. And then this video starts playing and it's like, it's the best intro or anything ever like it just like what the heck is happening especially when you're not expecting it um all of a sudden like you wake up on this battlefield it's really foggy really dark there's these weird like sounds of like the, and the zombies in call of duty have a very distinct like screech kind of scream sound to them and uh yeah they all of a sudden like your guy your character blinks and then when he opens his eyes there's something running towards him in the distance he blinks again wakes up and this thing's getting closer and the next thing you know he's just on you it's a zombie in a nazi uniform because it was took place in world war ii um and i remember like within like 30 seconds i think my dad died because it jumps right into the zombie mode like after the credits it's just like boom okay here you go and that was like such an incredible memory just like what is this mode and so and then after that it just pops up on the main menu so we just jumped right in and we started playing it over and over and over and then we finally realized oh it's multiplayer so then i grabbed a controller and we were trying to do this together and all it is is wave-based okay survive as long as you possibly can um and you know you get like 30 seconds between each round to get new ammo get new guns whatever but that was that's honestly my best memory is the first realization like oh this is like bizarre. Like no one's talked about this. No one knew about this. Where'd this come from? Um, and playing this crazy new mode. So that, that's what I love that. And then obviously the many, many, many late, late, late nights with my, with my friends playing that they'd come over and we'd jump on the, we'd have up to four of us you could have. Um, and, uh, four players, uh, all on the same screen as back in the day when split screen was still a thing. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah. <clears throat> Clarification, Dan, when he says his friends, he means his mom and his little brother. Go ahead, Garrett, continue. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, jumping on there and just doing our darnest to get farther than like level 20. Um, I think one time we got to like, uh, there was once we got super lucky like we all got awesome stuff out of the random box because there's like a box uh you could either buy stuff off the walls which is like eh, mediocre powered guns or you go to the random box and pay like a crazy amount of money but some you could possibly get like a ray gun like really hyper powerful stuff um we all got really good stuff and made it to like level 35 or something which i know is not that high i have a lot of friends who've made it to like 60 70 whatever but for me as a i was like in middle school or something at that point like that was pretty impressive. Yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm killing it. This game." Uh, so yeah, that's my memory with uh, Call of Duty. Nazi zombies. Is, is there different in the newer Call of Duties? Have they put the zombie mode in that as well? So after Nazis, or yeah, after Nazi zombies, um, they so it's a Treyarch thing because you know how they switch off with the with the developers every couple of years. So back in the day, it was Infinity Ward and Treyarch were the only two companies that Activision owned. So when Treyarch did it, 
it would there would be a zombie mode when Infinity Ward, like all the Modern Warfare games, they wouldn't put zombies in there. Um, oh. So it went it went World at War, and then Treyarch did Black Ops, so they had zombies in there, and that's why all the Black Ops, Black Ops one, two, three, and four, all had like zombie modes in them. Um, and then same thing with this new one. Uh, I think it's uh, it was developed in part by Treyarch. It's kind of I think they all kind of work together on it, which is the first time it's ever happened with the new Cold War. Um, but just because they had a hand in it, they were like, we're throwing zombies in there. And everyone was totally happy with that. I'm happy with it. Um, I, I have not played the new zombie. Of that, map that was on the Titanic or something. Was that in one of them? Or it's like a ship that's like the Titanic, but there I don't might... know. That perhaps is a totally different game. So I, I only ever played Nazi zombies on World at War. And then Black Ops One Zombies. I never really played any of the other zombie maps because I I didn't I didn't like the other Black Ops games because I didn't like how futuristic they got. I liked the original Black Ops because it was actually took place in like Cold War and like I loved that era of just history, <laughs> like all the, the Black <clears throat> Ops and like okay like uh, yeah. So what I heard Nazis. Garrett say was he loves Nazis. That's what you just said a second ago, Garrett. Nope. Is that I what I heard? Anything, didn't say anything. Oh my gosh! Nazis I think my, it, too, so. my internet <laughs> is not good. I think there's something going on with my internet because I could have swore I heard you say you love zombies yeah, or yeah, Nazis. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. well that's not what I said. Okay. Not what I said. That's um, that's what's going to go online. So I mean, oh boy. Going online. So yeah, I uh, I didn't I haven't played all of them, but I'm excited to get back into this new one. Which, by the way, Derek, <clears> I've forgotten to tell you, but uh, sorry. I said your name. Sir Prince a lot who asked a question. Um, I did get the new Call of Duty and we need to play sometime. So there we go. You just you totally blew his his internet cover, dude. Who does that? I just doxed him. Just just... him. Now he's done for. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, cool. Uh well, that's it for questions. Too bad you guys couldn't answer, so oh well. <laughs> dude, it's okay. I do have uh, a zombie army on the switch. Uh do... Is a tri- zombie army trilogy? I think something like that. Uh, it's it's not the same. <laughs> I know, but it's got zombies in the name. You yeah, know? yeah, it has zombies. It has zombies. <laughs> um, uh, on Friday, I don't know if it's any good, but it's there waiting for my back. So yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, well, let's get into uh, the rest of the show here. I th- we're looking at the clock here, and we have some news to get into. So I think it's time for. The nerdy nudes. <gasps> JJ actually did lock up. It's time. now time for the nerdy news. There he is. I did, but I'm back, right? You're it back. Worked? You're back. Yeah. You're good. Okay. I thought you were, I thought you were messing about for a <laughs> did second. Did you get the call <laughs> sign? Did, we, did It's now time for the nerdy news. Yeah, now we got it. Did I freeze again? What's going on with no, the, uh, the internet? I, I don't think he can hear us. We can hear him, but he can't okay. hear us. All right. So <laughs> no, I can hear I can hear you. I can hear you. It just you're freezing okay. up a whole lot. So okay. It must just be super delayed then, because yeah. Um, so this first news story is Star Wars games to be branded under the Lucasfilm Games banner. This comes from IGN uh over there. Star Wars games will now be brought under a single banner at Lucasfilm Games. Announced today on StarWars.com, the company revealed that Lucasfilm Games is now the official identity for all gaming titles from Lucasfilm, a name that encompasses the company's rich catalog of video games and its eye towards the future. It marks a similar move to Xbox Game Studios and PlayStation Studios, both of which group multiple developers under a single banner. 
All future Star Wars games will see the new Lucasfilm Games banner displayed. Check out a sizzle reel below. And uh, obviously you can't see the sizzle reel, but I can. Uh, so Lucasfilm Games now has a dedicated Twitter, Facebook page. They're going to be delivering breaking news to those. So if you are interested at all, definitely go give those a follow. Um, but uh, yeah, this was kind of a, a big announcement. Uh, pretty awesome announcement, if you ask me. I, I think so. Um, I do think it's kind of a big miss. Like, I wish they would have come back as LucasArts, like the original you know, back in the day, that oh, would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. remember all the all the Lucas Lucas film games were all Lucas Arts, like all the Star Wars games, all the. Um, uh, why can't I think of any of those? Uh, uh, shoot, there was, a, there was a strategy game that I had. Uh, I forgot yeah. what it's called. Uh, was it Battlegrounds or Battle something? Something, yeah. They had a, I mean, they made all sorts of stuff back in the day, and so I was like, oh, I was kind of a missed opportunity there. It could have been some sweet. Uh, um, uh, like, I don't know, just nostalgia factor to, to the renaming, but better than nothing, yeah. better than nothing. Um, yeah. I like too that. And, 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 and so with, for context, the reason they're doing this is because they had a contract with EA for so many years. Um, I forget the exact number of years. I want to say five years, maybe six. And that's, that's done now. So now they're outsourcing to other developers in order to, to make, Star Wars games, as far as I understand, which I mean, that's a next news story. So it's definitely true. Um, and so it's not just EA anymore, which is honestly a great thing, I think, because I was going to ask, is that a good thing? Or is it, uh, it going to be a good thing that they can because uh, EA haven't got a very good track record lately? Yeah. So, uh... so, I mean, so Respawn killed it with Jedi Fallen Order. Like that was such a great, what I've played with it so far, because I've been playing a little bit on PC um because I, I bought it here and i what i hate a little bit i played back on ps4 originally that was killer but like battle star wars battlefront like battlefront one was not great and then battlefront two started out pretty horrible <laughs> the story yeah. was mediocre and then uh the multiplayer was well back then it was pay to win like you literally had to pay money in order to do yeah. anything um i don't know what do you guys think do you do you think this is dan uh, do you think this is a, a good move like do you have much experience with other the ea games there or the star wars games i'm not too exactly sure what to think of it all. I, I probably don't fully understand what it means but if it means that was ea doing all of the games or is it kind of split between different developments i'm sorry what was that you cut out a little bit there Oh, sorry. Uh, was um, was it exclusive to EA doing all the Star Wars games, or was it? Yes, like, yes. So, so for the past like five six years, thing, only only EA could do it. Where now they can outsource to everyone, which is what our next news story is. Is actually uh, Ubisoft picking up a, a game, which is awesome. Um, I think so. I think so. Yes. I think it's great news then. Uh, yes, you, know, you would have told me more... this. Go ahead. Yeah. If you would have told me this two weeks ago, I would have told you, like, who cares? Star Wars people are nerds. And uh, now I've totally changed my opinion completely, as Garrett is fully aware. I know I think I've shared on the show already. I've fallen in love with The Mandalorian. I've watched both seasons and gobbled it up like it was pecan pie. It was amazing. And it has fueled this nerddom in me for wanting more Star Wars content. I 
I can't explain it. I used to always make fun of anybody who likes Star Wars, Star Trek, all that stuff, because that's for real nerds. I like wrestling. I like watching men pretend to fight in their underwear. But as far as, <laughs> and uh, you know, preferably with oil and whatnot on them. But like, right. I, I just don't understand the whole Star Wars love until now. I get it, folks. I get it. I am I am the worst nerd now in the world, and I want desperately for that Mandalorian game to come in. I got to have Baby Yoda, man. Give me some freaking Baby Yoda. Some Grogu. Right? Oh, my God. I know what his name is. You said his <laughs> name. You know it. That's how much of a nerd you know you are. You know. <laughs> Forgive me. Forgive me, Father. <laughs> oh, man. So let's get into some of this exciting news, though. Uh, so a new Star Wars game coming from Ubisoft's The Division 2 dev will be open world. So Ubisoft has announced it's partnering with Lucasfilm Games on a new Star Wars game. The development effort will be led by Massive Entertainment, the studio behind the Division series. Although little is known about the game, it has been described as a new story-driven open world Star Wars adventure. The unnamed Star Wars title will be developed in the Snowdrop engine, which was most recently used by Massive for The Division 2. It's a versatile engine that, despite being created for open-world games, was also used for South Park, the fr Fractured Butthole, uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle, and uh, it's one of the several engines Ubisoft uses for its games with the Assassin's Creed games using Anvil Next, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of like, technical stuff. We don't really care. But we're getting an open-world Ubisoft game about Star Wars. Like, I am so excited about it. I know a lot of people hate on Ubisoft, yeah. but uh, I... For one, I'm really excited. <clears throat> Go ahead, JJ. What do you have? I am so sorry, to, but my internet is not great. It's kind of choppy back and forth. I could have swore you said fractured butthole a second ago, and I just want to see if that's what you actually said. It's fractured, but like B-U-T, whole, W-H-O-L-E. You know, we are fractured, but we're whole, you know, kind of thing. Fractured okay. butthole. Okay. It's okay. a play on but words. The way it's fractured. It is how it's, they wanted you to. That's okay. exactly. All right. That's exactly. It's, it's South. It's South Park. It's South Park. <laughs> I I really like that, and I just I I was like that was actually my nickname in middle school. So, whole story. I'll tell you another time. Not on the air. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, Carry on. Okay. Um. So I don't. How 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 do you guys generally feel about Ubisoft open world games? I know a lot of people. Have, there's a very wide range of opinions. Like some people absolutely love like Assassin's Creed and Division, stuff like that. Uh, I wouldn't call Division, I guess, a huge open world game, open-ish world. Um, but some, some people, yeah, some people love them. Some people absolutely hate them. They can't stand them, especially what Assassin's Creed has turned into. So some people like the classic ones more, some people more modern. How do you feel? Like, Dan, uh, have you played any Assassin's Creed or any, any of those recently? I've open played, world games? played the first two. I haven't played anything after the second one. But I enjoyed Assassin's Creed. I like the first okay. two, and I can't really speak for the more modern ones, which I really do want to get into it. Uh, but yeah, I, I got nothing against it. I, I really love a Star Wars open world thing. So they, have they done an open world Star Wars before? Yeah. Uh, so, like to the old Republic, the closest. Yeah, way back in the day. It's been a long time yeah. since we've seen anything like that. And there was supposed to be one, I think, like through EA that got cancelled um yeah so this is interesting like they're trying to bring something back we don't know it probably won't be the same game but it's an open world game just with a different developer so i'm glad they can do that what about you jj have you tried any of the assassin's creed or any other like ubisoft game open world yeah I, I played i played a little bit of far cry um i played i played a, a assassin's creed origins which i thought was pretty good as far as i got into the game 
I didn't actually finish it. I know, <laughs> I know, it's shocking, but I didn't actually finish that one. Uh, that's on my backlog. Uh, check it out on Discord.com forward slash the Super Gamer Boys. Uh, no, just Super Gamer Boys. Okay, I don't know all the hashtags. That's fine. But find me on Twitter. No, is that not that portion of the show yet? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> just tell. I just pro- talk. Just talk about the focus on the game. Focus on what you're saying. No, you, you know what? You're lost over here. Giant. No, uh, no. Assassin's Creed Origins is great. Um, I think it, it's it's fine. It's an Assassin's Creed game. They're all kind of the same. Uh, I think Valhalla looks kind of cool. I would think that uh, a game from Ubisoft that's got Star Wars in there would be fantastic. I, I love the idea. After getting into The Mandalorian, like I would love to explore some of those worlds and in an open world concept. Uh, Jedi's Fallen Order is really fantastic. It was broken when I played it on the PS4. I just actually borrowed the copy from, from Garrett this week, actually with the intention of getting into it. I didn't get to play it this weekend. That is the goal is for me to get into it a little more. It's a great game. I just played it when it when it had so many bugs. Uh, I love an open world. I think it would be a lot of fun to do that. And I think I think Ubisoft has proven they can put out some some good quality games. Yeah. No. Definitely. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. I, I I'm really excited. And if anything, kind of going back, touching on the previous news story, of talking about like, hey, Lucasfilm games is a thing now. I'm just excited for the variety in games we're going to get now. Because, yeah, like even though EA does have a variety of different studios that make different types of game, um, like we we didn't get very many games, and then like, like honestly, I'm trying to think, like other than Battlefront and Jedi Fallen Order, like what else did they make? Like, I think that's it. They did. They do what? Sorry, Uh, I, I don't think they did. Did they? Yeah, I, I I'm all of a sudden having a hard time thinking like what else uh, they did for Star Wars stuff. But um, so if you guys in the chat know, shoot it up there so I can see it. Um, but uh, I'm excited for that the variety because Ubisoft is killer at open world games. Why not give that type of game? Like, of course, give it to Ubisoft. Don't force EA. Although like they have Bioware, which does the Mass Effect games, great open world games. So Bioware could have done a Star Wars game, but they didn't. And so uh, I th- I'm just excited to kind of that'll spread the bandwidth as well. It's not like one company trying to do so much with one IP. Hey, share the love a little bit with people who are just spectacular at their craft. Ubisoft's good open world. And then we have uh, this is the next new story, Indiana Jones game coming from Bethesda. So the people who made <coughs> uh, uh, the, the sorry, I'm totally blanking Doom series, Wolfenstein, Fallout. Skyrim, those games, they're bringing us an Indiana Jones game. JJ, I couldn't be more. Yeah. I could not be more excited. And obviously, this is fresh excitement. You know, I didn't look at that crap you sent me in the email. You know, I never look at I like know. notes. I, I find know. that I work better off the cuff, baby. And especially when we're live on Twitch, like we are tonight, you can't edit me. You can't stop me. And that's exactly why I don't look at your stuff. I want you to get real reactions all the time. That's awesome. Huge fan of Indiana Jones. Absolutely awesome. Harrison Ford's the man. Uh, really, really love Kingdom and Crystal Skull. I know everybody hates on it, but I'm excited. I think that, I, like, seriously, I'm really excited. I know Dan's you can face. tell right now. Dan I didn't I'm, like well, that comment you made about the Christmas Kingdom's Christmas Skull. It's the best one of all of them. I'll give you a pass. Be- give you a pass. It, Dan, it's the best it's one the, of all of the them. The best? Are you sure about that? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, come on. Come on. <laughs> 
it sucked, but Last Crusade is the best of all of them. I love, I, but I love, I love the first Indiana Jones. The first three movies were just amazing, and it's because of my love for those movies that I love the Uncharted games so much. And yeah. so that's kind of what I was hoping to to be able to play again. Is and I, I feel like I've played through all the Uncharted games so often, but they remind me of a national treasure. They remind me of of the Indiana Jones movies. And like, I mean, I'm excited that those are going to come to, uh, to some games. I hope, I hope that we get that and get it sooner rather than later. Yeah. So to be more specific, it actually is a machine game. So it's Bethesda, um, probably publishing with machine games developing and machine games <clears throat> is known for Wolfenstein, new order and new Colossus. So, um, yeah. So which are, those are both first person shooters. So that's an, a question I was going to ask you guys. Do you think we get another first-person adventure game, which seems kind of weird for an Indiana Jones? Or do you think machine games try something different and they go, they do the third, third, third-person thing? Third person. I hope it's third-person. You can't have like um, a Skyrim type thing with just a whip going around like this. You know, it, right. it should be right. Right. So uh, I just, I just imagine. Uh, forward, no yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be great more. I, I, I imagine almost like a. Uh, uh, like GoldenEye type situation, like back in the day, like 007, even though that was a shooter, so it felt good. But just like, I feel like nowadays trying to do like an adventure game first person like that would feel like very generic like that. Like it would just like <laughs> feel very like stiff. Like, uh, like yeah. third third person games are just so much more, um, uh, uh, I don't know, just play so much better with the adventure kind of type of game. Yes. Uh, make it just feel so much more adventurous and terrifying when you're coming up to a cliff and you're like, whoa, there's the edge, like that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, so Bethesda did tweet out and said a new Indiana Jones game with an original story. So it's a new story. They're not like making it's not a new IP off of any of the movies or anything. Uh, an original story is in development from our studio Machine Games and will be executive produced by Todd Howard in collaboration with Lucasfilm Games. It'll be some time before we have more to reveal, <coughs> but we're very excited to share today's news. Um, now, one other question, and this is brought up in the article here. With Bethesda soon to be owned by Microsoft, if you all remember, at the end of last year, Microsoft bought them for like what, $7 billion. Um, yeah. If this will be an Xbox exclusive, timed or full, uh, but it seems very likely it'll launch on Game Pass. So people are like, this article speculates it'll more than likely come to Game Pass because it's a Bethesda game and they're owned by Microsoft now. Uh, but yeah, do you think this could possibly be a full-out exclusive for Xbox or do you think they just do the time thing? Being like a a bigger property. Yeah. Yeah. I would think that they're going to do a time thing. Um, I think that, yeah, you wouldn't want to take, uh, there's a lot of people that would pick that game up off a of PlayStation. I think depending on what quality the game is. And I think it would be silly, silly to just, just do it on Xbox, but I can see mm-hmm. it. I can see it being an Xbox exclusive in the very beginning. And uh, to potentially try to sell some of those, you know, Series Xs. Um, right. Dan, I'm not sure. Are you? Do you have an Xbox? Or are you strictly a PlayStation guy? Uh, at the moment, strictly PS4. I'm still scoping out for a PS5. Good do man. it, good man. Do it. I knew. Yeah. I knew there was a reason we kept you around because you're a PlayStation yeah, he's man. A, he's yeah, a winner. My uses, you know. <laughs> yeah. <go>. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i so i could see him doing yeah like a similar thing like uh was it the rise of the tomb raider it was the second tomb raider game it was out for a full year 
on Xbox One before it came to PlayStation. So oh. do you think they do something like that extreme, or do you think it's just like a couple months? As long as it does go to PlayStation eventually. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll play it eventually. <clears throat> I'll probably yeah. be, a, you know, if it does look really, really good, I'll probably be very impatient about it. But, <laughs> you know, come on. But, uh, uh, yeah. I'm just hoping that they do do the uh, cross I I've really thought that with, with Xbox uh, coming out with the, the Series X, I really thought that more people were going to take advantage of the, the picking up the system and doing the monthly uh, pay down, you know, the twenty five dollars a month or or well, thirty five dollars a month. If they could get a hold of one, that's that, that's my point is that yeah. you can't find them, and it's just it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Had they have been more readily available, I think that more people would have those Series Xs in their homes right now with that with that in mind. Yeah. So I think that that's that's bad on Xbox on Microsoft for not really really just having a lot of those systems to to you know go with right out the gate and i'm probably probably COVID is to blame for that yeah no i'm sure um there's also a little tidbit at the end of this article which i did not uh see before We're, we'll also be getting a new indiana jones movie in 2022 which will conclude the character's story it's due to be directed by logan's uh oh it's it's going to be directed by james mangold who's known for uh logan that wolverine movie it came out so, so that Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf's going to be the man. Watch. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. Just <laughs> do it. <laughs> um, all righty, guys. Let's get on to the next new story here. So Sony is officially discontinuing most PS4 models. What you need to know. This is an article from uh, uh, Tom's Guide. Weirdly enough, this is the first article that popped up on my newsfeed, like as if it's like the most popular. I was like, not IGN or GameSpot, like what in the world? Uh, Tom's Guide, apparently, though, um, writes, uh, if not being able to find a PS5 wasn't bad enough, the past few months have also seen a shortage of PS4 consoles as well. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to get easier since Sony is reportedly discontinuing multiple PS4 consoles. According to Twitter user, blah, blah, blah. So this is originally was all a rumor. Um, let me jump up to the update though. There has been a Japanese outlet, GameWatch, that's reported that Sony has confirmed it will be discontinuing all but one PS4 model in Japan at least. So again, uh, as far as I know, this isn't pertaining to the US yet, but if it's happening in Japan, it's only a matter of time before it happens, you know, probably this year sometime. But in Japan at this point, you can only get the 500 gigabyte PS4 slim model now. They have stopped producing... Uh, other regular PS4 models, and they've stopped producing the PS4 Pro. So you can no longer get, similar to what Xbox did last year as well, they, they've they stopped making the One X and the One... They stopped making the One and the One X. They still make the One S. So they're, they're just slimming down. It's getting ready for the next generation to kind of eventually take over. But um, yeah, obviously uh, it's going to take some time to get through whatever stock is existing. But uh, how much time would you guys estimate that we have with with the ps4 i feel like every time like every couple months now we've been getting different news whether it's three years now it's like could it be like just six months is it like like what what would you guys expect from from the ps4 cycle here do you think it's possibly could be done for by the end of this year or do you think they actually do what they said originally where they 
drag it out for three more years. I, I think circulate around for quite a while yet because now that PS5s come out, people are going to be selling at their PS4s and stuff. So it's not going to go anywhere anytime no. soon. It's just they're not making brand new ones anymore. Right. So that's, that's the thing. I yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think they're still going to be putting games out on the PS4 for the foreseeable future for the next few years. That's what they did with PS3 as well. I mean, they, they tried to keep it going and you don't want to alienate the huge PS4 fan base. Not everybody bought PS5s. So there's a lot of people who are perfectly content with their PS4 right now. What I'm hearing from the majority of my friends that are PS4 owners um, in relation to thinking about, hey, should I buy a PS5? Would I like to buy a PS5? They don't want to because there's not enough games in the library yet. So they're like, hey, you know what? It's not that big of an upgrade for me to want to go and drop that kind of money. I'll wait until there's you know a substantial amount of really great games that I can't play on PS4 that are of higher quality and that I really want to get my hands on. So I think that the, the PS4 is going to have a good help. Sorry, as I was saying, I think I'm kind of in that boat where do I want the PS5? Heck yeah, I do. But am I happy with my PS4? I'm perfectly happy with it. Just that it there's not much difference yet mm-hmm. uh, right. with the game, yeah. you know, with the graphics quality and stuff like that. I'm not in no rush. When I get one, I'll get one. But I'm perfectly happy with my PS4 Pro. Yeah, the, the novelty of I have the newest, the latest, the greatest, that is where I'm at right now. Um, I don't think that it's so much further advanced from what I've seen with the PS4. Last of Us 2 was on the PS4 so incredible that I think it pushed the PS4 as far as it can possibly go. And, you know, literally I mean, it really, <laughs> yeah, it literally did. It almost burned up my whole house. But, but, I just don't, I think that the PS4 still has a lot of value. So I don't think that, you know, chucking it right now is the right answer. The PS5 is is only going to get better and better. And the games are going to be more optimized for it. And they're going to, they're going to build up that library in the next few years. And then we'll see PS4 quietly go away. PS3 was still supported for the most part um, until a lot, until recently, really. Um, it wasn't all that long ago that, that PS3 was you know not optimized on some of their some of their games and stuff like that in fact i think they were still having games put out not that long ago on ps3 and uh, if i'm wrong don't google me and tell me i'm wrong garrett just say like uh-huh <laughs> and like you know, you know I mean? always clicking away over that i hate that i hate that I'm sorry i'm sorry it's right uh, at his sorry. right at his fingertips he could tell me that hey jd you don't know what you're talking about you're an idiot no, like, actually, games, there's 2015 was... dummy yeah. <laughs> it was more recent, more recent than I realized. Uh, so in North America, it was 2016, and Japan, it was 2017. So sweet. PS4 came out in 2013, so that's an extra three years in America and four years in Japan that PS3 lasted. So mm-hmm. no, that's that's much later than I than I thought. Um, pretty pretty impressive, actually. So yeah, well, I I for one think. <clears throat> I was kind of playing devil's advocate a little bit when I was asking you guys. I think it will last the three years. Um, I mean, they've said that. They, we're going to give because they know. They have how many, like over 100 million units out there in the wild. They're not just going to be like, see you later, money. Like, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> like yeah, that's it. Golly. Yeah. People are still going like, to buy those, you know? <laughs> exactly. So not only are they making bank on these PS5s that are in such high demand, but then if they can continue to feed the people who have, 
either previously bought into the PS4 um, ecosystem or are now jumping in because they can't afford the PS5, yeah, don't hang them out to dry. That's a hunt over 100 million people that you're just like yeah. selling. And now that games are going up to 60 bucks a pop, or I mean, sorry, 70. They're 60, and a lot of them are going up to 70. That was a, in a couple of the articles that I read uh, um, about some of the, uh, oh, what was it? It's not in this, it wasn't in today's show. I was reading some other articles I didn't end up doing. There's some games coming out that even on PS4 are going up to 70 bucks. So, and I think, I think what a lot of people are going to deal with is having, having multiple systems. Um, I know that like what you see in a lot of homes is uh, people having one in the living room and maybe one of their kids has one in their bedroom and one of their kids has one in another bedroom. I know at like my home, I have the PS5 in the living room and then I've got a PlayStation in my daughter's room and an right. Xbox in my son's Must room. Must be nice. First world problems, <laughs> baby. Money. First world problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a PS4 downstairs and in the bedroom as well, but the one in the bedroom is, yeah, it's used for gaming, but it's also Netflix and stuff. Like that. You are, there, so. Who am I and doing the show good. with? I thought I was the biggest gamer here, but I just got the one PlayStation and that's it. And it just sits in my office in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I spoiled myself last year. I spoiled myself. Okay, okay. I had one PS4, and uh, I just got caught in the moment. It's like, you know what would be good? Two PS4. And <laughs> I like the way Dan thinks. Dan, I thought you actually picked up, and I, I thought I could be wrong, but I thought you picked up a Switch recently. Does that? that yeah, funny enough, that, I, I love my Switch. Uh, it came with my phone contract. I got it at three. Yeah. What? Wow! What? America, yeah. wake up! What the heck are we doing? We just, <laughs> well, oh, what the you doing? Not, technically, it's not free, really. I've got a mid-range <laughs> Samsung, and I'm paying for the Switch instead of a like a, the brand new Samsung. So that's still that worth it. Switch. Yeah, that's oh, I love my Switch. I love it. Uh, yeah. Tebow, for all you podcast and YouTube viewers and listeners don't know we're actually live streaming this episode for the first time uh tebow in the chat <laughs> mentioned uh, points out that i do have a switch so i don't just have the playstation i have a switch too and i have a pc <laughs> i have other consoles but i i don't have like multiple of the same console that's what i was getting at like jj has like three playstations and like three xboxes and a couple Wii's, <laughs> and like dan's over there with his two playstations and it's like i just have one of each like a normal human being i thought Apparently, I, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I do. I do feel kind of bad because because I because I got the PS5. I do have an, another PlayStation 4 that's going to be going into my bedroom. So I'll have two Playstations, a PlayStation 5, and the Xbox. It does. It makes me sound like I'm rich, but I'm not. I swear. I'm I'm a poor guy who. It's Thank pretty, you so much to our Patreon supporter. No, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. You guys make it all possible for us to live the high life. Let JJ live the high life. Uh, <laughs> um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's uh, get into the last news story here. Resident Evil Village. First gameplay reveal showcase announced. So we don't necessarily have any updates yet, but they have announced that on January 21st, so Thursday of this week at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time, 10 p.m. GMT. I, you have to what explain what time that is for for him for Wales. That's why. That's why. That's why I read the 10 p.m. GMT because I'm sure that means something to you. Do you know what GMT is? It's it's mountain time. I, I, I don't know. I think it's okay. like something get from Baldwin time or something. Yes, that because like it's because it's because it's so approximately like eight, eight hours. It's approximately eight hours ahead of our time. So I figure it's the same time zone as you. So around 10 p.m. your time, Dan. Uh, there will. That's not uh, too bad. You, I, I can wake up. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, let me see here. Resident Evil Showcase will take place and will give a guided tour of Resident Evil Village, a new trailer, the first ever gameplay, and more Resident Evil news. They're going to have Nazi zombies in this game. What? Mind blown! I know. I, you're welcome. Ever I've been waiting for this day all along. You know, I, I just want a nice Nazi zombie in my Resident Evil. It's, that's what we've always required. You're welcome. And if it's not too much trouble, maybe a Nazi werewolf. You know, you know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like a way. like a sexy Nazi werewolf. You want her? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or does that? Well, well I'm, just, I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, revealed via Resident Evil's Twitter, this showcase will be hosted by What's Good Games. Brittany Brombacher and Capcom shared a short teaser video of what fans can expect next week. Uh, and then there's a tweet there, obviously, in the, in the trailer. I've not watched the little trailer. I actually might check that out later. I think it's just a few seconds. It's a little clips here, there, but it's not um, that long at all. You don't really get much out of it. It's okay, I wasn't sure if there's something this, this time that time and it shows little clips and that's it. Uh, and let's clarify real quick in case people are confused watching on Twitch or, or watching uh, the show or listening to the show later. Uh, when Garrett said there were Nazi zombies in Resident Evil Village, there were not. He was joking. So when Garrett said that, don't believe anything Garrett says. So all back to Garrett, earlier in the show, which everyone Garrett, who's listening and watching will know. But yeah, Garrett, go ahead and continue what you were, you know, with what you're yeah. saying. I will. I will. Um, so it was first announced at the PS5 reveal event in 2020, uh, scheduled to be re- released on pretty much everything, PlayStation 5, Series X, and, oh, not everything, PS5, Series X, and PC. So screw me. I won't be able to play it. I guess I can play it on PC. I won't be able to play it on my PS4. Um, Capcom it's a new computer, but I'm sure it'll be able to handle <laughs> Capcom has said it's looking into Xbox One and PS4. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, Capcom has since revealed a bit more about Resident Evil Village, including that it takes place in a desolate, snowy village, and that players will once again play as Resident Evil 7's Ethan Winters. So it kind of picks up from Ethan's story after 7, which is kind of neat. Fans of the horror franchise can look forward to much more open space than Resident Evil 7 as they will face off against gruesome creatures, including werewolves. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And uh, the so the main thing that stood out to me, I know you guys, or JJ is probably super stoked for Resident Evil Village and that information. Yeah. What stood out to me was the and more Resident Evil news. Are we getting another remake? Are they going to announce Resident Evil 4 remake? I've heard some whispers on the vine. I don't know how reliable it is, but I think it's... Uh remaster of the original PS1 trilogy. So not a remake, but a, a probably an upscaling so you can play it on your console or like, like an emulation type thing. So you can play Resident I, Evil I'm 4 on, your, on the modern consoles, you mean? Uh, 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 no, the original Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3. Oh, okay. Uh, the actual so, PS1 game. Mm, I think so that's what I read. They, they do have... Uh... I know they've done that with the first one, Resident Evil. There is a Resident Evil HD. I don't know if they've done it with two and three, other than the remakes. Um, yeah. But that that's interesting. Yeah, to do like a, a, a full trilogy, like all in one. Um, I don't know, man. Resident Evil yeah. 4 is just so beloved. Like... Yeah, oh, yeah. It, is, it is beloved, that game. But I'll tell you what. Right now, tried to play the GameCube version of it not long ago. It's unplayable. It's everybody loves that game, but it sucks trying to play that game now. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It'd be a perfect announcement to say, hey, we're remaking this sucker just like we did two and three. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I might actually get all the way through it because I'm a fake gamer and I don't finish games, <laughs> especially when they're hard to control like that one was because it's definitely a game of its time. <laughs> yeah, I would. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I think they might have talked about a show recently, and they might have just just finished an, filming an, like a TV a, show, right? A Netflix show or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. I mean, it might be. It might be about that. It might be Netflix about... show is animated. It's like a CG animated film. Oh. And then the movie they've done is an actual live action movie. Then. Okay. They've just finished wrapping up on the live action. So. Oh, I wasn't aware that that there was an animated uh, CGI version. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not too sure what it's about, but I know it's got all the characters from Resident Evil in there. So uh, very no, cool. I, I see it right here. Yeah, September of 2020, Netflix announces the original anime series, Resident Evil. Sweet. Wait, what? No, sorry. Let me read the whole headline. Yeah, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. It's a Resident Evil anime coming this year. What? That sounds awesome. It does. Breaking news. <laughs> uh, there's a Resident <laughs> Evil anime on, on, on Netflix. And then, uh, yeah, because so I the thing I saw, the live action thing I saw was, I didn't realize it was a movie. I thought that was a TV show. So apparently there's a movie and a TV show coming, which is awesome. Sweet. So maybe we will get a first look at that. It's, that that both gets, that gets me a little excited, but not as excited as Resident Evil 4 remake. Like that would be so awesome. But well, they may as well do it at this point. They've done the other two with them. Yeah. Right? Let's keep on yeah. going. Why not? Yeah. Capitalize on on the on the love of those games right now and get it done. Um I would like to see a full blown remake like they did for two and three for part one. Because I still think that part one yeah. in the mansion is a oh, great it's... game. And, and it's so it, hard to play in its state right now. It's so oh, it's, hard. It's, it's even the HD version, like the tank yeah. controls and everything exactly. with the moving of the cameras. It's really, really hard to play based on how we play video games now. But I could I could see that getting stripped down to bare bones, down to the studs and just getting redone up. And that, I think that would be fantastic. But I'm really excited about uh, Resident Evil Village because... Seven was great. Ethan was a phenomenal character. That game was so freaky and scary. And I know it's part of the PS Plus collection on PS5 right now. And I can't wait to dive back into that, you know, when I have time. I'll never have time. But I think that Village is going to be great. Like, it just looks fantastic. I've had people who are not video game fans sit next to me and watch that that trailer for that game and really be impressed by thinking that that's a TV show that's coming up, you know, like, no, that's a, that's a video game, like an incredible looking video game. It has such a different look compared to other Resident Evil games, at least in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because I know there's like some other side stories like Resident Evil Code Veronica and like different things like that. I've never played those. I always just played, you know, the mainline ones. Um, And it just looks and has like, it's such a different feel. And honestly, like watching that first trailer, I, which I, I love how it's playing off of, so in Resident Evil 7, for the first half of the game, I thought, I don't know if anyone else thought this, I was like, oh, this is going away from the whole like scientific virus thing. This is getting supernatural, supernatural. now. Supernatural, yeah. Like, yeah. This is getting creepy, this is getting weird, like there's like demons, like demonic stuff going on here. And then for it, to, I mean, it, which was actually almost made it really interesting how they like, Oh no, it actually is still umbrella corporation all doing this crazy stuff. Like that twist at the end is kind of exciting. Spoiler alert. Sorry, everyone. Good um, job, Garrett. Great. Now the game's but, uh, unplayable. Good stuff. <laughs> and I'm sorry about that. I know you'd never played the game before Garrett with his big loose lips. 
sorry uh but so for this one to watch a trailer is like oh they're really playing heavy into like this seems very much again supernatural something weird going on here like ghosties demons something like that um and again there's like flashes in the trailer though of like the umbrella corporation symbol and it's like okay like obviously they're going to tie it in it's all scientific it's all viruses experiments gone wrong uh but i love that they're just playing into that because i i i enjoy a good spooky horror game instead of so much of just like the it's scary because it's tense it's scary because it's also like yeah spooky and weird and mm-hmm. unknown and stuff like that so yeah i'm i'm excited for village i'm excited yeah. to see what the, uh, too, we get we get on thursday i have total faith that they're going to do a good job with it because i don't know what the heck is going on in the trailer i don't know what it's going to be about i know it's got ethan in it but i think after number seven i love number seven i thought just go for it nah. Yeah, when it comes out, I'm gonna enjoy it. Probably. I just love Resident Evil for sure. I'm uh, I uh, just looked over at the chat, and uh, and Sorcerer TV says, "Can't wait for the Nazi zombies in Resident Evil." Thanks for breaking that story. Just told all my friends. Yes. <laughs> and then and then just at that last part, he put a crying baby emoji in there and says, "Man, I finally <laughs> bought it. I finally bought it today." And you went and did that, talking about me spoiling uh, the game. So wow. there you go. Sorry, Ensorcer. Wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ruining it, ruining everyone's day today. Apparently, I'm just having having one of those days, huh? Yeah. So, Resident Evil Seven is actually the first game that I got to see on the PlayStation Four. I hadn't seen any and on VR and on VR. I had not seen any games on the on PlayStation Three or Four. I had a lot of people tell me about. I, I played on the PS2, but I had people tell me. Oh man, you got to play The Last of Us, the best game you've ever played, and and blah blah blah. Like people who were video game fans telling me, JD, it doesn't matter that you don't like video games. You would love this game. This game will like destroy you. It's the best game ever. It's it's incredible. And when I got to see video games on the PS4, on the V on the VR, Resident Evil Seven was that first look into that world, and it just completely blew me away. We actually have. Uh, video on YouTube that we could probably share on our YouTube channel. I know I've, I've got it on there. That uh, Garrett filmed me um, playing VR for the first time in 2016. Just, uh, I don't know when in 2016, but I played that game and uh, I screamed like a little girl the entire time. The kitchen <laughs> demo was what we what we taped. Yeah. So yeah. it's not it's yeah. not of the game itself. It's just of me playing it. So you get to see me like legitimately almost have a heart attack. Like, I mean, I, my chest was squeezing. I swear to God, no, no lie. <laughs> chest was squeezing. I was having pains, hard time breathing. I thought like, oh man. And I'm, I'm squealing. And like, uh, my, our boss's mom was in the room and she goes, is he crying? Like she thought I was crying, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, the Compl- best. Absolute so, terror. Absolute terror. <laughs> complete terror. Complete terror. <laughs> I cannot wait to play Resident Evil Village. So, And it's going to have Nazi zombies. So, I mean, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. <laughs> oh, man. Cool, cool. Well, that's it for the nerdy nudes today. Um, next up is Adrian Holmes coming at you with the Super Indie Boys. That's a working title. We haven't quite. I need to do some research, make sure no one else has that name to officially lock it in. But uh, yeah, for now, we're calling it the Super Indie Boys. So uh, tune into that right now. If you're listening and watching later, if you're live on Twitch, you're not getting anything. Sorry, guys.
What's up, Super Gamer fam? It's your boy back at it again with the hot indie picks for your face. All right, let's get into it. I don't got a whole lot of time. First up, the wonderful world of sports comes home in the form of super sport matching. You and three other athletes can team up or go head-to-head -head in a variety of sports, including track and field, sumo wrestling, and basketball. But there's a twist to each game. Like the sumo match being, uh, I don't know, a pillow fight. Or the weight toss, you know, the when they swing the weight around and they throw it. Uh, it's called cappy toss in the game. So you actually use capybaras as the weights. Uh, it's awesome. Pick it up. It's on Steam or the eShop for Windows. Uh, it's probably the best sports game since the EA Street Series. Next, we take a quiet trip to a remote region in the state of Washington, an area of land on which sits the Finch family home. You are Edith Finch, seemingly the last of your name, returning home to a house with decades of memories and stories. These walls hold tales so vivid, you'd swear they were almost alive. This is an excellently written, beautifully realized take of the many facets of the human condition told through members of Edith's family. Love, hope, despair, they all reside here. You can pick it up on PSN, the eShop, Xbox Live, or Steam. Don't miss it. Last, but certainly not least, you're gonna need all hands on deck for this one. And I really mean all hands on deck. Heave Ho is a co-op riot that involves you and your teammates trying to make it to the other end of the stage. The trick is that you're gonna need your hands. That's right, you grab other players' hands and swing and throw each other across the stage to try to make it to the other side. Trust me, it's much trickier and far more hilarious than it sounds. Grab onto your friends and get going. It's on the eShop and Steam. And that's a wrap on another episode. I'll be back next time with some more picks. Stay tuned. I'm out. Alrighty, guys, so if you haven't already, please go check us out at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can uh, head over there and um, support us for, like I said at the, earlier in the show, just a buck a month. And with that one, that very bottom tier, you get the episodes early and ad-free. So this episode that uh, we're recording right now, normally everyone gets it on Wednesday. You're going to get it uh, the night that we record it slash stream it. That's another thing we're doing now. We are streaming it live it's going to be a little rough. That's kind of like the <laughs> the deal. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, as soon as we finish recording, we delete it, the VOD off Twitch. That way you guys get sole exclusivity after that uh, up until Wednesday when it goes live to everyone else. So just that's just a buck a month. You get that $5 a month. You get the that same uh, perk plus the show notes early. So you can actually see what we're going to be talking about. Uh, that way you can uh, read the news articles, read the questions, whatever, and you have access, uh, the ability to actually comment on the Google Doc there. 
And if you ever want to leave your thoughts, comments, concerns on a question, on a story, on whatever, if there's a story that you think we missed, leave it on there. And I'd be more than happy. I'd, I'd love it, actually. It doesn't happen often, but I'd love to read those on air. So, And if you'd like to, you could also, for $5 a month, you can write the stuff that he reads off of the teleprompter. And you know what? He'll read whatever's on the teleprompter. He's kind of like Ron Burgundy from <laughs> Anchorman because you could put anything on there and he will read that anything. crap for nearly five American dollars or pounds or francs or euros. I'm not really sure how that works. I don't know. Just, I don't know. So I don't know the conversion. We're not really good with the whole math thing. It's not our deal. Dan uh, is... Dan is on the show today. He's supporting us at $33 a month. I'm not really sure how, what the conversion of that is, but it means he partially owns half of Garrett's dog. And if you want, for $33 a month, you can have nudie pictures of Garrett's dog sent to your telephone discreetly, discreetly behind a paywall. Yeah, Carry on with the ad. It's basically our own OnlyFans, but for my dog. Um, our $10 a month level, that's our sponsor level. Uh, that's where you can get all those previous perks plus the shout out on the show, just like Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Brent Fox, and of course, Dan, uh, James, I want to call you Dan Jam Gent because that's what you're is. <laughs> I always go, default to that. And everybody um, who is sponsoring us and producing us gets one, one photo of my third nipple and check it out. That is science. It's a fact. I actually have a third nipple. And if each one of them get one photo unadulterated with my third nipple. So if you want that, $10 a month. Yeah. Look, I'll just show um, it to you for free right now. Nope, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have our Patreon producer tier where we have uh, the the lovely Adrian Homeboy Holmes who supports us at that, 15 bucks a month. And he gets all the previous perks. Plus, uh, basically, he he owns the show. Like, he really is our boss. Like, JJ pretends he's my boss. It's not true. Um, I wow. actually am JJ's boss. He doesn't, no. acknowledge, he doesn't acknowledge it, though. <laughs> um, but Adrian is both of our bosses. So he can basically come in and not only tell us what segment we're going to do, like as Super Indie Boys, which I'm very glad he told us to do that one. Like, that was an idea of his, and we're like, Yes, please do it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can also join us on the show. And yeah, you're just overall cool dude who helps support us at, at a higher level to help us make cool content for you. So that's what the Patreon is all about. If you want to know why you should support us, it's so we can do stuff like this, stream on our episodes live. It's so we can do more shows. We've been doing bonus episodes. You can only get through Patreon, like our Super Gamer Book Club. And uh, we do fun streams throughout the week as well. So we got a lot of fun content and we can only do it by your support. So thank you so much for those of you who support us. And uh, please, if you're interested, you can support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys to help us take over the world. As, as our old, old, old ad, remember our podcast ad that we recorded? I think it's still live on the other uh, HP video game podcast. You know how we're part of a podcast network? Yeah, we're part of a podcast network, the HP Video Game Podcast yeah. Network. Well, right now our commercial runs, and it's it's you talking about world domination. It's a little weird. Maybe we should update it according to the times. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> it, but I still want to take over the world, and I still think it's possible. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. I'm glad Let you feel know that they get way. your German accent folks through. In, uh, the oh, that's world. right. That's right. I do remember <laughs> yeah, now. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I think it's time to uh, get back into the show now.
All righty. Um, oh, welcome back, guys. Garrett was talking about a third nipple the entire time. Yeah, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. It got really uncomfortable. We're glad to have you guys back on the show. We had a little ad break, and of course, we had the super indie boys, Adrian. Man, he looks really good. He looks like he's been losing weight. I love you, boss. Uh, and by the way, first boss that hasn't sexually harassed me, love the guy. Like, Yet. We don't know. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> True. I'm sorry, Adrian. I, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I immediately regretted it. <laughs> well, when he needs me, he's going to be like, that guy is kind of delectable. You know what I mean? I understand. All righty. It's, it's time for what you plan, boys. So let's start with Dan, the guest of honor. What have Hi. you been playing? Oh, okay. Uh, I've been, I think I've been playing three games. I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn, which is awesome. Beautiful, beautiful game. And I've been playing... What's it? Oh, I played the expansion for uh, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Which is also very... It's like, I, I always thought it was going to be like, oh, it's going to be a few extra items and all that. But it actually gives you full things to do, like a full new little adventure to do, which is... Uh, I what else I've been playing. I know there's three games. Nope, can't think of it. How how, how large is that uh, Breath of the Wild expansion pack? Uh, I mean, I know it's like almost one? another full little game. Is it? Is it like another? You know, I four... think it's about nine gigabytes. Something like oh, that. okay. So it's um, yeah, it's not huge, but uh, yeah. About, sure. about how many hours? How many more hours did it add like to to gameplay though? Like, is it actually like another like? 20 30 hours or something or is it just like five hours of puzzles and you're done mm, i'd say it's a good 24 hours i'm gonna say about 24 hours oh. because um okay. there's actually it's two in one expansions you get you get one where you um, i don't know if you've played it or not but uh, you know the champions oh yes uh you know, the, the animals the big mechanical animal thing yes. basically uh expands on that a little bit and then there's okay. another one that makes your master sword more powerful it's a oh, whole okay. thing that uh, that's always a little thing. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, that's right. Yeah. Nice. It, it I could be more out. Yeah, that's awesome. I had played quite a bit of Breath of the Wild. I didn't get a chance to finish it, and then I let a friend borrow it about a little over a year ago because he got a switch right. Be- yeah, it was right before Christmas of last year, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, you gotta play this game. It's awesome." I gave it to him, and uh, I have not seen that game since he still has it i know he has it. he hasn't like lost it or anything and i've seen him multiple times i always ask him hey how's breath of the wild have you started it he's like nah dude i haven't had any time like i i'm, I'm hoping just to, he's like i'm waiting for that a chance just to be able to sit down and just like go to town on it for like a week and just destroy it i'm like okay cool cool that's that's fine that's fine and i am such a non-confrontational just hunk of jello like i'm such a pushover i'm just like i'm not one to be like hey can i have my game back i'm like oh no it's cool yeah hold get keep it you're fine it's fine just hang on to it hey garrett i'm not sure if you're aware like i'm right here why don't you just say like i loaned the game to jj and he won't give me the crap back like why are you why are you doing this thing like a friend of mine like dude i'm right here stop being a jerk man like you think i'm that dumb i told oh and i i didn't borrow that game from you but that could apply to all the other games i borrow from you and never give back yeah, no, I've lost track of the games you've borrowed from me. And yeah, back. That, that's my long game. That's how I do that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I... Uh, I mean, that's that's gotten... exactly how I got my Breath of the Wild copy. I borrowed it off a friend. 
and uh, I never give it back. And in the end, I just bought it off him. So it's like, yeah, nice. You know, I'm not going to get that back. Am I? Like, just have it for your birthday and just give me twenty pounds for it or something. Like, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. I played that game to death. I absolutely 20, love it so much. 20, 20 pounds of what? Like cheese, bread, rice. <laughs> yeah, cheese. Cheese and well yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> man, I love it. Love it. We, we don't have paper money or anything like that like you guys. Weird. I was really very weird. I got very concerned when you started telling him how you how you you then paid for the game that you didn't give back. I wanted you I was, I almost like jumped like okay oh sh- that's not if we could just keep that to ourselves. We don't want him to think that that's how it works because I want him to feel like oh I can't really ask for it back. So then he just gives me the yeah, game. Yeah, you know that's what? how I'm going to start. So, uh, I'm going to I'm going to request you uh, an amount of money on Venmo. You don't need to disclose to the to the internet what the amount of money is, but it's about what I'm estimating all the games you owe me. So yeah, I, just, <laughs> I just send it over to you now. Look in your Venmo later. You, just just accept it when you have the chance. Send me that money, and it will be all good. You, you can keep the games. You bet. Hey Dan, do you think I could borrow a couple of pounds? Um, yeah, sure. I'm not too sure uh, what the uh, import export tax is going to be. Well, yeah, we'll figure we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, alrighty, JJ, what have you been playing? So I have not played any of the PlayStation Five um, over the last <gasps> couple of weeks. Yeah, I know. I know. Shocking. Um, but you're you know one of the I, few lucky ones in the entire world to have a PS5, and you're just like, I don't need to play that thing. Screw it. <laughs> no, even even worse. The last three days have been nonstop. My I came home Friday night after work, and I played. I played with my son, and I have been playing Super Mario Wii uh, on the Nintendo Wii. And that's all we did all weekend. Now, I had lots of plans of things to do, some painting, some work. I went to the Home Depot. I picked up some paint. I never touched the rollers. I never <laughs> busted it out. But I sure busted out playing some Mario and Luigi with my boy. And yes. uh, we played all through the weekend. And in fact, right before I came down here to do the podcast, uh, I got done making dinner, did my exercise and stuff, sat down, was gobbling my dinner. And my son's like, what's up, Dad? You can play with me. And I'm like, why? I have a Zoom meeting I have to do in 20 minutes. And then I have the podcast 30 minutes after that. Yeah, let's go ahead and get in a good 20 minutes. So I'm, <laughs> I'm playing while the Zoom is starting to go off. And I'm like, all right, here, you take the control. I got to go. You know, so yeah, dude, loving, loving playing the old classics like that. And it's such a fun family game where everybody kind of gets involved. Like my, my oldest daughter, who totally thinks that everybody's uncool, is down to come in and play a couple of rounds of Super Nintendo's, or sorry, of uh, Super Mario on the Wii. So it's, it's been That's a awesome. lot of fun. That's been the last yeah. the last three days of like good, solid, hardcore gameplay. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, I, you said on the Wii, correct? New Super it's Mario on Brothers the Wii, on the Wii? Yeah. 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 I I love New Super Mario Brothers on Wii. I like I love the art style of it. I love the mechanic. Like it's just designed for co-op too. Like have four people bopping around, mm-hmm. floating around, floating around the little bubbles every time you got mm-hmm. hurt, you just float around. Mm-hmm. So frustrating, but so much fun. It, it's so frustrating and, and it's so much fun at the same time, but it's so frustrating because like he and I are playing, we've got the two controllers going, and like he'll knock into me and it cause me to die. And then I'm like, bro, what the heck? You know, and like that happens to him and we're killing each other accidentally. And it's like, dude, just bubble, just bubble. And like, let me do it. <laughs> it's a whole yes. lot of, it's a whole lot of that. Dad, bubble, dad, just bubble. And I'm like, I can do it. You know, it's, <laughs> I can do it. So, Trust me. So much fun. 
Give me a chance. Oh, man. Uh, I have been playing some, well, we do two weeks now in between episodes, so you would think with all that time to play games, I would have played so many games. Um, I haven't played that many games. I uh, One night I played some more Raft. I am really enjoying Raft. I know I've talked about it before. I've already explained what it is. I you all know what it Raft. is. Yes. So I streamed it last Monday. So the, the so we usually record the podcast on Monday nights, but since we do it every other week, in the off weeks, I've been streaming on Twitch, playing some games. Usually my brother will join me. We'll do something. So yeah, if you ever see Hazel Beef joining me, it's, that's my brother. Um, we've been going th- through Raft. And dude, that game is so much stinking fun. Uh, and it's made for multiplayer. Originally, I'm like, oh, this will be fun just to like tank around in alone, do my thing. But it was exponentially more fun to have my brother join. And if anyone else out there ever wants to join us, let let me know. Like if, like I said, we usually try to play it on, on Monday nights, uh, me and my brother there. And uh, we finally got to a point where we're actually getting story beats in the game, which is really exciting. Like we finally found some like notes on a on a big barge somewhere, which gave us coordinates because now we actually have like a radar on our little what started out as old wooden raft is now like a, turning into a boat. And uh, we can type in coordinates and find islands and then find more story and little notes and stuff in books. And it's just really cool because it's like it scratches that itch of just like a survival game with no point while also having, you know, a point and something you're working towards if you want it. Um, having a blast with Raft. Jumped into some Warzone because if you guys don't know, last Wednesday, Garrett, yeah boy, got his computer back. Oh man, I haven't celebrated so hard and so tested a long time. I might have celebrated more for the arrival of my new computer than I did of the arrival of my second son. Um. <laughs> it's true because I saw all the all the emails that went out and like yes. and all the pictures of you cradling it and stuff like that. It's a PC. It. It's a PC. You know. It's yeah. Really- yeah, it's a boy announcements. It's a PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was yeah. very excited. So, of course, I loaded up some Call of Duty Warzone and was playing with uh, a friend of the show, Dan Elliott. He's been on shows in the past uh, while while he's streaming. I, I haven't streamed. I am not. I don't know. I think I could stream and play at the same time. I'd probably have to dumb, dumb down my graphics a little bit, but uh, I've been more than happy just to play with him because because he's been streaming, too. And uh yeah, that's such a blast to play. Play some Warzone, do some Battle Royale through there. Um, so much fun. Uh, what else am I playing? Oh, Ghost of Tsushima. Playing more of that. Let me tell you, that game is freaking gorgeous. And the mechanics, uh, the combat, so good. I love how you have the option to either go full samurai and, you know what, I'm going to fight with honor and dignity and I'm going to, like walk in there and face to face man to man mano a mano we're gonna fight no like no cheating no you know we're keeping it clean here or if you just want to play dirty and then go in all stealthy like a ninja sneak up behind people slit their throat like you have those options it's so awesome like i love that because sometimes it's fun just to like to challenge people like that's actually a mechanic in the game where you can go in i forget what they call it but you can go in and literally like just like hold your sword up and like the like the pose and like the guy will start to come at you and the camera view changes to the side instead of being behind you. It's like a side. So oh, you're on one side um, of the screen, the other guy's on the other side of the screen and you have to time it right. Like he'll kind of start taking steps towards you. And then when he starts to attack, you kind of like counter it and it's a, like a one hit kill. Like you like slice him like right across the neck and the blood sprays all over and he falls over dead. Oh, it's so satisfying to get the timing just right to get the one, the one kill. 
Oh man, it's it's just so beautifully made, so fun to play. Um, it feels good. It feels it feels like a Sony first party game. It really is such a perfect <clears throat> game. I'm loving it. Not perfect game. It started that one. Sorry, okay. I actually started that one, and because um, I had uh, Horizon on the go as well, and Far Cry Three. That's what I've been playing. Um, so I thought, right, I'm gonna put that aside for a minute and uh, play that. But uh, yeah, it kind of gives me a bit of a dilemma because I love being stealthy in games, but it's not the honorable way. It's like, ah, but I want to be good, you know. So it's like, <laughs> I, I, I thought, all right, come away. I'll decide when I get. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, you and me are totally <laughs> simpatico, buddy. Because I'm always doing that. Like when I play Red Dead Redemption Two, it's all about you know playing playing good and um, honorable, and. Why are you? Hey, hey! I can better. see your face when you're shaking you know. your head. <laughs> yeah, no, I can still see your head. Oh, you have shoot. such a giant head, I can see it. No. Okay, so maybe I don't play so honorable when I play, and and when I hear Garrett talking about playing honorable and fighting men one on one, I just chuckled to myself. I thought that was super funny because Garrett is in real life like the most passive dude who does not, like, if somebody cuts him off, he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's just so neat to see, like, I did, I cut their throat, make them bleed out. And it's like, that is so not Garrett. Garrett is, like, the <laughs> sweetest guy ever. Like, he takes my ration of crap each and every time we do an episode, and he's just like, oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, I just can't, I can't see you doing any of that fighting stuff. It's, just, it's cute. It's funny. Or, you or I'm crazy. Play. Or I'm crazy. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Keep you guessing. <laughs> um, but yeah, loving loving those games. So much fun these last couple of weeks. Oh, also, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 was free on PC on Epic Game Store this last week. I already own it on PlayStation, but um, a bunch of the boys that uh, I play games with, Selkies and Source, they've been in the chat a little earlier. Um, we uh, they, 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 they already all owned it or something like that. I think they picked up for free too, some of them. And uh, we just did a big game where it was like seven or eight of us all doing multiplayer and uh, Battlefront 2 together, like being on the same squad. And dude, that's so much fun because that game is just so chaotic, at least to me. Like jumping in for the first time in two years, like since it came out, uh, it's just like a bunch of stormtroopers and rebels like running at each other and lightsabers and explosions and jet uh, uh, tie fighters flying over and blowing up, crashing to the ground. It's just chaos. It's just so much chaos, but it's so much fun. So that that was a blast. I only played one night with those guys, but I'm I'm excited for the future to hopefully play some more. I actually streamed it. So if you guys caught caught me uh, last Wednesday, I guess it was. Um, I streamed Star Wars Squadrons for a little bit. Was having some trouble with the controller, and that's when I switched over to to Battle Battlefront Battlefield Battlefront. I think it's it's Battlefront. Battlefront. Battlefield. Battlefield. Battlefield is the uh, the world War, the other game made by yes, EA. yeah. Alrighty, cool. Well, that's it. So thank you guys so much for listening and watching this week. Um, remember, you can support us over at Patreon.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys. Uh, all the support over there is very much appreciated. We're so thankful for all of you guys, everyone from the fifteen dollar level down to the one dollar level. You're all awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, um, remember and, third, third nipple, third nipple. It's, third nipple. Get a, get a picture of it if you want. Also, so just send me a DM. DM me. 
Also, I forgot to say this at the beginning of the show. We're now affiliate on Twitch. Like we're official. <laughs> we're the real deal. Yay. Because nice. of all the streaming we've been doing <laughs> and uh, racking up some some awesome followers on there, getting our time in. Uh, we are affiliate, which means you can actually subscribe to our channel on there. So if you're not feeling the the Patreon thing for whatever reason, and maybe you're already active on on Twitch. Go over there, click that subscribe button. I mean, follows are free. At least give us a follow. That would be so very much appreciated, even if you don't even use Twitch. Make an account. It's I think it's linked with your Amazon account. It's owned by Amazon now. Log in. Give us a follow. That's free. If you want to support us, it's five bucks a month over there. Um, and uh, you can get cool emotes in the chat, which I don't think we quite have yet. We haven't been ex- – uh, they have to, like, uh, review the emote that I submit. And uh, – you know, before they actually publish anything, but you'll eventually be able to get emotes. You get a little symbol next to your name showing that you're a subscriber. It's a little game cartridge, you know, Nintendo cartridge. What else do they get, Garrett? Um, not not on Twitch, not on <laughs> Twitch. Uh, but yeah, so that would be so very much appreciated over there too. So check us out on Twitch. We're hoping to grow that channel a lot more in 2021 here. Uh, you can buy some sweet merch over at sgbstore.com. That's right. You can buy our Super Gamer Boys mug. You probably saw me sipping out of it through the episode. This is the old version that had just me and JJ before Zetch joined their team. Um, I have version 1.0 here. But uh, Dan had one has... that literally exploded. Uh, Dan had one that exploded inside of a dishwasher. And I think that what really happened was she found out that you supported us uh, on Patreon and that that wench was jealous. I think that's what that was. She I probably broke it on purpose. She probably went, ooh, uh, these handsome faces on this cup. <laughs> Just went on the floor. Yeah. She says it, it exploded in the dishwasher, but what really happened, I know full well, she's a clumsy woman. And it just went, oh. <laughs> that's what happened. Because oh, it's not man. the first time she's broken. Oh, okay. It okay. makes there's, sense now. There's a history. There's a history. There's a there's a breadcrumb trail there. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, you can rate and review us over on your uh, Apple Podcasts. Is preferable if you can. If not, whatever your podcast app of choice is, rate and review us there on YouTube. If you are watching us right now, hit the thumbs up button. Give us the like. Give us the follow. Subscribe to our channel. I don't. I'm suddenly blanking on how YouTube works, but do all the things because that smash helps it. Us. Smash it. Yeah, smash something hey, down. Hey, smash that like button. Give us a good follow. Make sure to look at us on YouTube.com <laughs> forward slash. Is it Super Gamer Boys? Is it Super Gamer Boys? So we because we don't, we, we, since we don't have 100 uh, subscribers yet, we don't get the vanity URL. So until oh, we subscribers. So what we so, really but, need is but, for people but, to go subscribe. It's supergamerboys.com slash YouTube. I just made my own vanity URL. They're not going to give it to us. Nice. I'll make my own. So supergamerboys.com slash YouTube. Uh, during the week, you can find us over at supergamerboys.com. If you're wondering where to watch us, where to listen to us, it's all there for you. Go to the supergamerboys.com. Twitter and Instagram, at supergamerboys. Give us a follow over there. Facebook.com slash supergamerboys. You can like our page. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at gmorelang. JJ's over on Twitter and Instagram, at... At JJ Purdom. And uh, Dan, do you have anything you would like to shout out? Do you want people to give you follows? You you have some gold on your social media, but it's up Heck to you if yeah. you want to share it. Oh, I do try. Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, Danny Silly Socks. Uh, yeah, that's it, really. Uh, yeah, definitely go give Dan a follow because he is a, a super hilarious dude on there, and he's got a lot of great stuff. No third nipples, but we're pushing for it. So we'll we'll talk after the show. Yeah, so I, I could that's, throw that's one a, on, you know. Yeah, I can, you. No need, brother. I got you. 
Don't worry about it. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so that is at Danny Silly Socks. Uh, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. That's all I got for you. That's all it. right. We've kept him up for far too long. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, no, actually for the first time, joining us here on the Super Gamer Boys, this is Dan James. Daniel, you're the man, and he's got some silly socks on. Uh, I currently have only one sock on because I couldn't find the other one, and I have a third nipple. Also joining us here on the show, as always, the guy who, you know, drives the ship, Garrett Morlang, and I'm J.J. Purdom. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity-flop. Hey, you know what? I feel like we really should explore this whole nipple thing. Um, I feel like this is maybe one of those avenues where we can probably make some money. So... I'm just, I feel like it should be a Patreon too. You just think about it. Hey, think about still, it. We'll talk still, about we're it. Still, we're still, hey, they can still see it here. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.